Hello and welcome to A Fresh Perspective here on Heavenward Thinking. Today we're continuing our journey through the book of Romans. We're in chapter 3, so I'm going to read the passage and we'll get right into our discussion. In verse 1, what advantage then is there being a Jew? Or what value is there in circumcision? Much in every way. First of all, the Jews have been entrusted with the very words of God. What if some were unfaithful? Will their unfaithfulness nullify God's faithfulness? Not at all. Let God be true and every human being a liar. As it is written, so that you may be proved right when you speak and prevail when you judge. But if our unrighteousness brings out God's righteousness more clearly, what shall we say? That God is unjust in bringing his wrath on us? I am using a human argument. Certainly not. If that were so, how could God judge the world? Someone might argue, if my falsehood enhances God's truthfulness and so increases his glory, why am I still being condemned as a sinner? Why not say, as some slanderously claim that we say, let us do evil that good may result. Their condemnation is just. So as we look at this uh, complicated passage, what stands out to you most with a fresh perspective? <laughs> well, I, think, I mean, I think the whole passage stands out, the, the overall thing. We're constantly asked uh, this question, you know, like, oh, you're ruining the testimony of Christ and, you know, your fall, your, your mistakes, your, you know, you're, you're affecting God and all these things, right? People are constantly, uh, making God way lower than he is. So that somehow mm. when I goof up, I make God lesser. No, that's not possible, right? And Paul deals with that here, right? It, God is not dependent upon you and I to be perfect in order that he might look better, mm. right? God is dependent upon himself. Himself, period. That's what Paul says, right? What if some were unfaithful? That means he's talking about the Jews here, right? The mm-hmm. chosen people of of God. Will their unfaithfulness nullify God's faithfulness? That, that's we're constantly bombarded with that. Like somehow, oh, look at the bad testimony that you were for Christ. Well, no, Christ's testimony is Christ's testimony, mm. period. Right. You, you represent Christ, but just like you represent me at certain times and I represent you at some times and like we're going to let each other down. Mm. We're going to let Christ down, but Christ, Jesus never lets Jesus down. Mm. Amen. And I think it's so important that we distinguish that, that we are not uh, somehow reflecting God in some way that he depends on us. Like you said, God stands for himself. Jesus's testimony is not invalidated by our failures. It it shows God's righteousness, as Paul says here. And we're not supposed to sin so that God may get glory. We're, we're supposed to be living and following him. But when we do sin, God's able to come and he took he takes care of it because he took care of it on the cross with Jesus. So when we sin, we shouldn't be looking at it as, oh my goodness, I just totally ruined God's faithfulness because he... Uh, is able to be apart from us. He is righteous and holy. Nothing we can do will ever take away from that. It's about our relationship with Christ being affected when we make mistakes. Yeah, and again, the, the, the concept is we all have personal relationships with Jesus. My personal relationship with Jesus is not dependent upon your relationship mm. with Jesus. You don't get to use my falls as an excuse for why you're doing wrong things. You don't get to use my my accomplishments as something for you. You have to walk your own walk. My relationship with Jesus should enhance yours, mm. right? It should show you things even when I fall. It should it should show you all kinds of things. But uh, listen, the bottom line is we all have a need for Jesus. And we live in a culture today where we're just continually trying to get rid of our need for Jesus, 
Like, again, we don't have to compromise in sin in order for Jesus to somehow be okay. Mm. Jesus is the, is the way. He's the truth. He's the life. He makes a way for us through sins, right? Mm. And, and I think that that is so relevant, the relevant that Paul says, listen, we don't go around sinning so Christ can be, you know, better, you know, like, not, he, Christ isn't affected by our sin. Mm. He took our sin, period. All of it, everything past, present, and future. He took it. Oh, you can't, you can't do more sin for Jesus. Like it doesn't work that way. Absolutely. And like you said, it's so important that we don't uh, go to the flip side of this and say, oh, well, I should just sin however I want because somehow God's going to get glory through my redemption. And we don't do that. Paul makes it very clear that is absolutely not a just thing to do. We shouldn't be misrepresenting Christianity by that. But we need to make sure that we're not comparing ourselves to other people and trying to go, well, see, they're a terrible example of Christianity, so I might as well give up. Or, you know, God must be lesser because that amazing Christian person, maybe a pastor or leader, failed in some way. And I think we see that so much in the church today where we have whole Christian organizations who are just all they do on social media uh, and with the releases they do is all stuff that's negative about Christians, big Christian scandals and stuff. And, and it makes people get distracted uh, from Jesus. And we're here to uh, show people how to think heavenward, yeah. how to think about Jesus, not about how we think about Jesus, but they need to have a personal relationship with Jesus themselves. They can't just ride on our coattails. It's yeah. individual in nature. Well, you know, we've turned into a culture and a society of commentators, right? So there are those who play football, then there's those who commentate on it. Who They know how to do everything better, but they've just never played mm. at the professional level. But they know everything about it. And they know how the how that should have been thrown, how that should have been ran, how that... But they couldn't do it themselves, otherwise they'd, they'd be there doing it, right? Uh, we've done the exact same thing in our Christian community. We have a bunch of commentators, people commentating mm. on each other's life. They aren't out trying to do it, but man, they're right there to tell you how you should have done it better, how you could have done it better, when you could have done it better, all these things. Mm. Right? The truth of the matter is the only way you can ever tell me that I'm a bad driver is if I'm out there driving my car and you see me, right? So in same thing in Christianity, the only way you can ever say to me that I'm a bad Christian is if I'm trying to be a Christian, right? Mm. You have to try to be a Christian in order for somebody to commentate on how bad of a Christian you are. Absolutely. I think we focus more on our own relationships with Jesus and we focus on our own uh, faith in the Lord. And if we stop commentating, as you've said, on other people and we stop doing this whole comparison thing that is so prevalent in our culture, if we just focus on developing our relationship with the Lord, that'll get us uh, away from these uh, sidetracks that the Apostle Paul is, is warning us about time and time again in the book of Romans. It's about our faith in Jesus and how we can develop that, not about uh, other people's faith and commentating on that. It, the whole uh, show here at Heaven Heavenward Thinking is to help people individually and then come together, but individually develop a relationship with the Lord where they a are able to stop thinking with an earthy, earthly uh, way of thinking, but with a heavenward perspective. And I think we see that here in, in Romans 3. Yeah. Yep. I, I think it's, it's, it's all about that, right? Paul, Paul understands that by nature, what Christians are going to do is they're going to tell other Christians how to, to be a better Christian. Mm -hmm. Right. But, but the, the problem with that is that you're not focusing on your own life, mm -hmm. right? Again, if you're not doing anything, you're not going to fail. 
Mm. But it's the people who are trying to. You know, the people who are out there trying to teach other people. The people who are out there trying to reach other people. The people who are out there trying to serve. Are you always going to serve right and well and perfect? No. No, that's what Jesus is for, right? You have a need for a Savior. The only way you can get away without having a need for a Savior is if you're never, ever doing anything, mm. right? And so Paul, again, when he's starting out here in Romans, he's trying to tell the Roman church, like, look, at these are the, these are the pitfalls. This is what happens. This is what happens in other religions is people just keep looking at each other and, hey, you're doing this wrong. Right? The only person hood that knows how to do it perfect is Jesus, mm. right? And so again, his faithfulness is never, ever nullified because we make mistakes. Mm. Amen. Yeah, that is the central point, I think, here in this whole thing is making sure that we realize that Jesus is always faithful. God is always faithful. No matter how unfaithful we are, we look at uh, the Apostle Paul would have been very familiar with the Israelites and all of their uh, history in the Old Testament and how they failed and were unfaithful time and time again and how God kept coming back and being faithful even when they were faithless. Yeah. And so when he's saying that here, it's with that in mind of all the failures, all of the Israelites. It's the same thing that we have in our modern society. We fail Jesus on a daily basis. And yet, our failures don't nullify or take away at all from his faithfulness. And, right. and he's never going to be unfaithful. So if, if they, our viewers take anything away, I would really hope that they would take this away, that Jesus is always going to be faithful in their lives. Yep. So if you're watching this week, we hope you've been challenged by this um, and encouraged by it. And then uh, we hope that you would join us next week for another episode of A Fresh Perspective here on Heavenward Thinking.